I'm gonna venture to guess that at some point in your life, you have thought to yourself, I wish I could see God. And the truth is that you have, you have seen God. Have you ever heard someone say, unless I see him with my own eyes, I won't believe in God? Then everyone should believe in God because we have all seen him. In Matthew 25, the Bible says there will be two groups of people on the final day of judgment who will ask God this question. Lord, when did we see you? And he will answer them. When you saw that stranger who was hungry and thirsty and needed something to wear, you were looking at me. God will say, you did see me because it was I who was hungry and thirsty. It was I who was a stranger. It was I who was sick. It was I who was in prison. So all the days of your life, God has been very near to you in the person of the poor and the suffering. The question is, did you see him? Did you seek to help him? Did you take time to get to know him? 1 John 4 verse 7 says, Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So we want to challenge you to see God in every person in need. For the single mother who is struggling to feed and clothe her children, or the teenager who is feeling lonely and depressed. And as you open your heart and your doors to those in need, you are opening your heart to God. So in a moment, we will be meeting with three people whose purpose is to serve humanity so that all may live as God intended. Thank you for joining us on It Is Written Canada. Wouldn't it be wonderful to wake up every morning and to have life absolutely predictable? Well, sometimes it's not like that. You know, you, you wish it would be. You wish that you could wake up and know that you have job security. You know that there's enough money in the bank to make all of your payments and that your home will be taken care of. But many Canadians right now are not in that situation. There are many who are in a situation where they have lost their jobs and they don't know how they're going to make their payments. And it's in times like these that we are so thankful for organizations such as ADRA Canada. Today we have Steve Matthews, who's the Executive Director for ADRA Canada, joining us. Welcome, Steve, and thank you so much for being here. And thank you very much for having me. Well, your purpose every day is to meet the needs of Canadians and not just in Canada but throughout the world too. Mm -hmm. So Steve, why don't you tell us how this pandemic has impacted your work here at ADRA Canada? Absolutely. The work that we do at ADRA Canada is predominantly international. But because of the recent pandemic that has, uh, has been taking place in the country, we've also started to really focus on a domestic response as well. When the pandemic happened and we start seeing different businesses shutting down, well, it impacted us as well. So we, in the middle of a pandemic where things are changing rapidly, we also went through a transition where we moved to virtual office. So 
making that transition with all the busyness that's going on was uh, was quite significant for us. What we did in Canada is we've we've made funding available for a granting process to be able to have projects taking place here in Canada to meet the needs locally. What this pandemic has done is it's really increased the um, it's magnified the the need in Canada mm -hmm. and poor are the most vulnerable mm -hmm. and unfortunately here in Canada we've seen an increase in need for uh, food bank assistance mm -hmm. especially food security has been a, a real challenge on top of all of the other challenges with regards to rent and bill payments mm -hmm. and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the Bible. Does the Bible give you guidance specifically in dealing with the situation? Absolutely. I think mm -hmm. uh, almost any situation we go through, you can find some guidance in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the Bible and I think of the leprosy that's identified mm -hmm. in the Bible, mm -hmm. and we see how when someone came down with leprosy back in Bible times, they were sent out of the community. So they had this real social isolation that was taking place where they were sent out to, to another community where the lepers were living. And when they walked through the community, they had to yell out, unclean, unclean. People stayed away from them. They didn't have that social connection. They didn't have the contact with, with their loved ones anymore. I don't think we have to, to stretch our minds too much to see that that's certainly the, the situation that we're living in here in Canada now. When you go out to a store, you have to stay six feet apart. There, there's tape on the lines to make sure that you don't go, don't go between these lines and you keep that distance away from people. Families can't go visit their grandparents. Uh, you know, grandchildren can't go visit their grandparents who are living in a long-term care facility. We hear of people that are just talking to people through through a window and being able to go and wave and say hi. We're we're here. Loneliness is there, mm -hmm. but Jesus was able to reach out to people that were going through situations like that. And so, I think there's a lot we can learn from how Christ treated those that were going through those situations. He was able to to meet the needs. Now he was able to even go and, and touch the lepers and heal them and yeah. and heal them from their their situation, their mm -hmm. their disease. Mm -hmm. But we can certainly in our situation still meet the needs of others mm -hmm. in safe ways or we can still maintain the distance but also make those while it's physical distance, mm -hmm. I don't think it has to be social distance to the point where we can't mm -hmm. still communicate and contact people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, we've got technology, we've got ways of, of communicating with one another, which is so much better today. Exactly. Absolutely true. Mm -hmm. So Steve, can you tell us what has made it possible for Edra Canada to complete this work in Canada that you're doing presently right now? Well, as the humanitarian arm of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, we have a network of churches across the country that we've been able to partner with. So the grant money that we're, we've made available has been provided to, to different entities across the country. And out of that, we've, we've funded 28 different projects. And those projects range from right from the Pacific Coast even up toward the Arctic and over to the Atlantic Ocean. Mm. Wow. And being able to take advantage of that, uh, those, those churches that are already there and, and entities that are already set up has really helped us to be able to make that uh, a reality. So my colleague who will be joining us uh, 
shortly, uh, Daniel Saul mm -hmm. will be able to tell a little bit more about the details of some mm -hmm. of the work that we're doing. He's got some good stories of some of the work that we're doing across the country. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, and, and Daniel will be right back. We are going to be listening to a song right now, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. And as um, Steve was telling us, you know, during a time when people have to be uh, isolated from one another, Jesus is there and we can trust in him. So we're going to listen to that song right now, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the safe the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. The Lord is my light, then why should I fear? By day and by night, His presence is near. He is my salvation from sorrow and sin. This blessed persuasion the Spirit brings in. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him, how I've proved Him all and all. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him. so sweet to trust in Jesus, especially when we have these fluid times, these unpredictable times that we're living in right now. We have Daniel Saw with us, who's the Canadian Program Manager for ADRA Canada. 
Welcome, Daniel. It's so nice to have you with us today. Thank you. It's my privilege and pleasure to be with you, Mike and Renee, today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being with us. So what is happening in Canada? I know you're the Canadian Program Manager for Adri Canada. Tell us what's happening within Canada during this time of crisis. Sure. Um, it's a pleasure. Uh, as our Executive Director, Steve Matthews, mentioned, uh, this role that I serve in oversees the domestic and Canadian program across our country. Mm -hmm. And we have some amazing incoming stories in the recent uh, uh, outbreak of COVID-19, and we're just very happy to share that with you all I, today. I love stories, so go ahead. Well, starting from the East Coast, yeah. we have an amazing story of a family, mm -hmm. Mark and Allison. Mm -hmm. And they have seven children, mm -hmm. ranging from one to 18. Seven kids. Yeah, seven children. That's a big family. <laughs> a huge family. Yeah. And Mark has been in the construction work, and his wife, Allison, works part-time. And they have been reasonably comfortable in providing for their family. However, tough times set in when Mark had an injury, fell oh. on, uh, at his work site, and he was bedridden for two weeks. And uh, he went on workers' compensation. Mm -hmm. With his income cut in half and Allison working part-time, it was difficult to feed their large family and provide for their needs. Exactly. He actually says this, he mentions, you don't realize how expensive it is to bring up children in this day and age until you have them. I used to wonder why people don't have more kids until I got my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's insane, Mark shares. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, for the year prior to COVID-19, the family used to use a food bank uh, once a month as a supplement to their groceries. But when the pandemic hit Canada, and particularly in Nova Scotia, this food bank wasn't able to sustain and provide enough food, and they actually closed. And so thankfully, Mark was referred to uh, one of our church entities that Adric Canada partnered with, that is the Parker Street Food and Furniture Bank, and he was able to access food for his family. Mm -hmm. He actually mentions the food was wonderfully provided and satisfactory, and it was so nice to have a food bank helping us out. And so um, in the last several months since April, uh, Adric Canada has partnered with the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Canada and with the North American Division of Seventh-day Adventist, Adventist Community Services to provide uh, funding for the Parker uh, Street Food Bank. And they've been helping hundreds of people mm. uh, daily. I'm sure, mm -hmm. I'm sure. That's Especially wonderful. with people without jobs. Exactly. And now they're in a situation where you can provide. And, and I'm so thankful for Adric Canada that they're there. This is kind of like the highlight of your of your job. This is what you you wait for. This is what <laughs> you we know, look forward to you, doing. You wait for for people in need, and Precisely. you're you're right there on the ground. What a yes. what a blessing to be able to do that for people. It really is. It yeah. really is. And so moving from the east coast, I'll take you over to uh, central uh, Canada yeah. in the province of Ontario. And uh, there is an amazing church. It's a community-centered church called Really Living in Hamilton, Ontario. Mm -hmm. And they have been providing free grocery bags of food for families. Mm -hmm. So families could register online and they can either, either come and pick it up, uh, of course, respecting social and physical distance, or if they are not able to access a vehicle to come, the volunteers of the Really Living Church will actually deliver it at their doorstep. Mm. And um, the Sir, pastor there, yeah. yeah. So were they, were they waiting, ready to do this? Absolutely. In yeah. fact, uh, the pastor, yeah. Francis Duville, yeah. they were planning for their annual international mission um, humanitarian trip. They usually go on a mission uh, trip or project, mm -hmm. and they were going to Peru this year. 
and one of the main coordinators uh, name um, her name is Ada her and her children cruise in Asia of course because of travel restrictions they couldn't go again and so they decided to pour their energies in this local mission and now they've been helping to provide these grocery bags uh, in a large way to help families in the area that's been affected significantly by COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful. So these families register online and if they're not able to go and pick them up, they're actually delivered right to their front door Absolutely. with each family. Mm-hmm. They, they were just telling me a quick story. They Because of physical distance, they would put it on the porch or the footstep, ring the bell and just run away. Oh. <laughs> so when they open the door, voila, there is a bag of groceries for them and their families. That's super. Yeah, what that's a blessing. Wonderful. you know. And, and we become happier when we help other people to become happy, you know, and so we, we meet their needs and, you know, we, we are serving each other. That's what we were created for, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very so, fulfilling. Yeah, absolutely. Very so satisfying. there Ada was with her children and yes. they were prepared to go overseas and we're, the door was closed yeah. and Jesus opened up another door. Exactly. So, you know, when you're prepared to serve, uh, the Lord will use you to to serve. You will always be in demand. I believe so that. So make yourself ready to to serve. Yes. Sometimes our mission field is right in our own backyard. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's where you, you you want to start there and just just go out and and meet other needs. Um, exactly. So we're exactly. so thankful for Adri Canada and what Thank you're doing. Thank God. And we're going to keep moving. Yeah. yeah. Keep Tell moving. us another story. So from yeah. the East Coast, Central uh, Ontario, Central Canada, and then we're going to move up to the Arctic. Oh. So we're gonna take you up there. There are two uh, churches that we are funding and partnering with with uh, Adra Canada, Mm -hmm. and that is the city of Iqaluit. There's an Iqaluit Seventh-day Adventist church Mm -hmm. and the Igloolik Seventh-day Adventist group. Mm -hmm. And so they are ministering and and meeting the needs of Primarily the First Nations, 80% of their population is indigenous, mm-hmm. First Nations. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you can imagine it's hard to transport food up there uh, given, you know, the climate and the uh, distance. Absolutely. And so uh, we're partnering with them for their food relief program mm-hmm. and supplying their food bank so they can really uh, be able to provide the essential food items for their communities, respectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is a big expense but yet you're meeting a big need yes. in, in that community. So yes. I'm sure they're very thankful for that. Yes, yeah. they're very grateful. Mm-hmm. And um, they're looking forward to continue to do that great work. So we're happy to partner with them up uh, close to the Arctic Circle mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. These are wonderful highlights that you're sharing with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. And we're going to move now mm-hmm. to Western Canada. Mm-hmm. And we recently heard of uh, the current flooding in Fort Mac, Fort Mm -hmm. McMurray in Alberta, northern Alberta, um, has been dubbed as the oil capital of Canada. And uh, they've been ravaged over the last several years with natural disasters such as fires, which is actually a current threat that's about an hour and a half south of them, potentially coming again into the Fort McMurray area. Mm -hmm. But recently, uh, the uh, big river there actually um, was uh, melting and there was an ice jam and there was flooding into the city and over 20,000 residents had to be evacuated. Mm and uh, the Fort McMurray Seventh-day Adventist Church has partnered with Adra Canada and they've assembled over 350 care kits and water and dozens of people have been coming in and they've transformed their church foyer into a distribution center. Mm-hmm. 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 So when you have a flood like this, it's going to affect um, sewage, the water system, everything is exactly. going to be affected mm-hmm. and 
people are, are in need. They're absolutely displaced yeah. and there's nowhere to go. And I was recently mm-hmm. talking to the pastor, David Guzman there, mm-hmm. and he was mentioning that in addition to the food, uh, his first elder, um, one of the spiritual leaders of his church, Andrew, is actually the coordinator for crisis and trauma care. And he volunteers his time and works with the, the local mayor there and uh, other um, churches and agencies to co- coordinate uh, crisis and trauma care. People can call in for prayer, for counseling, and uh, they're responding to the many needs that are taking place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. It's so wonderful because churches right now are empty because, yes. you know, no one can go to church. Exactly. But, um, but yet they're taking this empty building yes. and making it useful to mm-hmm. fulfill people's needs. That's so encouraging. Absolutely. And what mm-hmm. was interesting is that as the order to evacuate was given, they were instructed to move to higher ground. Higher ground. That is amazing that you say that because the song that we're going to go to, no, thank you very much for being with us, Daniel. Pleasure. And right after this song, we're going to be meeting with Anita, one of your uh, colleagues. And so we have a song for you, and the song is Higher Ground. And this is sung by some young people who are singing over there in Europe. And uh, so we're going to share that song with you right now, Higher Ground. My heart has no desire to stay Where doubts arise and fears dismay Though some may dwell where these abound My prayer, my aim is higher Ground. What a beautiful song. We have Anita Odondi with us, who's the Emergency Program Director for ADRA Canada. Anita, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Renee and Mike. So you work uh, beyond the borders of Canada. So give us some kind of the highlights of, of what you do. Yes, it's a blessing for us to be able to serve abroad, especially in the countries where the systems are not working mm-hmm. and the governments are overwhelmed. They're unable to support uh, the families that need it the most. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you a story today of um, a 38-year-old lady. She's called Norka in uh, South America. Mm-hmm. She has nine children and another on the way. Wow. They live in a huge family. You're talking about a 38 year old lady. Yes. She's got nine kids. 
That's a big family. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they live in an incomplete house, mm -hmm. um, brick wall, dirt floor that has just one, only one room of the house is roofed. So and, it's um, not painted walls, just rough brick? Rough brick, no windows, and uh, just roof on one wall. And wow. when I stood in that room, you could see through the roof. There are holes in the roof. So when it rains, it, oh. uh, it comes into the room. Oh. All of them sleep in that room. There are three beds in the room. In one and room. And that's where they all sleep. Wow. Yes, husband, so wife, and Nigel. All 11 of them now are sleeping in that one room on three beds. Yes. Wow. Yes, okay, yes. so tell us so, how you've helped them, Anita. So praise God by His grace and the support of uh, all those who donate. Um, Adra has been able to provide food enough for the family. Um, every child, every adult will have enough food for the month. The distributions are monthly. And we have so far enough resources for at least four months mm. uh, to support them and are looking for more money. They are getting uh, beans, um, pasta, corn, oil, wow. salt, uh, flour. Wow. Yes. I'm mm. getting hungry. So <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. So they're helping them out now because the family, the father can't work due to the pandemic. And so Adra Canada has been able to step in. Correct. That's wonderful. Yes. So can you tell us another story? Yeah. Yes, um, I have another story from Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And this is an older lady, 70 year old. Uh, Dara Tolana is her name. Okay. Um, her and her husband usually go to the market to fend for themselves. They, um, they pick some things in the forest and sell them How in the market. How far does she have to walk? walk to 10 to kilometers. 10 kilometers, she's 70 years old. 70 years old. Every day. 10 kilometers, yes, and it's a steep hill. It's wow. not just a, f a flat piece of land. Wow. Mm. Yes, um, so because of COVID-19 and their kind of work and their age, this was very high risk for them. And what Adra has done is um, to provide them with cash not food di food direct but cash mm -hmm. and so they can use this money for the next three four months to purchase all their basic needs that wow. will help them survive wow. mm -hmm. but they will not be the ones to go to the market mm -hmm. they have a kind neighbor a younger man stronger better immunity who has a motorbike that has agreed to go to the market mm -hmm. to purchase for them whenever they need wow. the items. so nice. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So thank you very much for coming in. Um, we have come to the end of our time. So we are going to just have a word of prayer. Can I ask you, Anita, to pray for us? Yes, as we close absolutely. Off today? Okay, let's bow yes. our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to work with you in partnership with you to serve those in need. We pray, O oh Lord, that you will help us wherever we are to be able to reach out to our neighbor in any way that we can with our, with our manpower, with a smile, with a prayer. And may everything we do be for your glory and be for your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, uh, for this ministry and um, giving us the opportunity to serve in it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our free offer today is from Signs of the Times and it will help you to face this crisis with confidence. So get yourself ready with a pen and pencil because here's the information you need to get this free offer. To request today's offer, just log on to www.itiswrittencanada.ca 
That's www.itiswrittencanada.ca. If you prefer, you may call toll-free at 1-888-CALL-IIW. That's 1-888-CALL-IIW. Call anytime. Lines are open 24 hours daily. That's 1-888-CALL-IIW. Or if you wish, you may write to us at It Is Written, Box 2010, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H 7V4. And thank you for your prayer requests and your generous financial support. Thank you for joining us today on It Is Written Canada. We would like to invite you to view all our episodes and more on our social media platforms. So just follow us on Instagram, become our friend on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and listen to our new podcast on your favorite platform. So friends, we want to remind you again of the words of Jesus where he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you.